Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. I swear, if somebody says going back to normal one more time, I'm going to lose my mind on them. This phrase is driving me so nuts because there is no going back. There's never going back. You cannot chronologically go back. You cannot physically go back. You cannot mentally or emotionally go back to anything. Just think about that for a minute. Anything that's already happened is in the past. And here's the thing. I get why people want to go back. They wish it was 2019 again. They wish none of this would never happen. So everybody is like, hey, guys, back to normal, back to this, back to that. But there is no going back, only forward. And in the case of, and this is a very hot topic lately, this is why I want to talk about it today, is there are a lot of companies now returning to office environments after working from home for Gosh, it'll be almost two years for a lot of companies, especially if you have worked the entire time, you've now been home almost two years. That's a long time. And there is no going back. So when people want to be all happy and chipper about going back to an office or back to a building, I get, I, I can empathize with the fact that people are thinking, oh, see, this means we're going back to normal and things are going to get better and everyone should be happier and more optimistic about the future. But the reality is, is that you cannot go back. And I wish people would stop using that language because then I think it sets an expectation that things will be the same as they were before. And you may not intent, there may not be the intention to say that and mean that, but that is exactly what's happening is I think people then get in that idealistic frame of mind of what it was like before the pandemic started. So with return to offices, wow, this is a big topic. And I've seen it all over LinkedIn, um, talking, you know, my own company is having their return to office, you know, talking to a lot of friends from other companies and other places. And it's been really interesting to see how people are reacting to this. Now, there are a lot of companies out there that, of course, realize, wow, we could save a whole crap ton of money if people don't sit in office buildings and working from home, we haven't missed a beat. So why don't we just keep people home? And if they like it, that's, that's great. In fact, I know a lot of people who are, who are once in in in-person type of companies or roles or, or jobs, and they're going to those companies that allow for that flexibility or, I can now work from anywhere because during the pandemic, I actually moved back home or sorry, I use the word back, but you know, in that case, it kind of is true. You can move back to somewhere and I I like working from here again. And then there are other companies that are saying, you know, early next year, we're going, um, we're returning to an office building. And what I, why I wanted to talk about this today is I'm not going to hear, you know, debate policy over anything or anybody. Um, I don't think it's any secret if you listen to my podcast that I'm a big believer in working from home and the flexibility it allows. Um, Also, not just flexible for the person, but also from a business perspective. Um, And frankly, I haven't been sick in two years, two years last month since I've had anything, any kind of cold flu or sinus infection. 
Am I bragging? Yeah, a little bit, because for me, that's a record. Um, I think office environments also, lots of germs. People bring their germs to work or their carriers for their kids' germs to work. And again, that's not a COVID thing. I'm just saying, like, you know, I used to get sinus infections a lot, too. And and now I don't. And it's not that I don't go outside, because my husband and I go out to eat all the time, and we go out and do things. Um, But, I mean, for me, obviously, you follow a company and you follow their policy, of what they are asking you to do. So with that, um, when you when you are getting ready, especially as a leader, I think this is just so critical that people understand this, is that there are a lot of things you have to consider when returning to an office environment. And when I'm afraid that what's happening and why I wanna talk about this today is I think that things are getting so lost in the communication and the optimism of it. Like, yay, we're going back to normal and back to you know, where we were before so we can just do a reset and it'll all be fine. And my concern is, is that people are forgetting that after, geez, even three weeks, you make a habit, right? So think about this. This is a new normal for people that have probably been doing this well over a year, if not longer. And what are we doing as leaders to equip people mentally, emotionally, and physically to return to an office uh, building and situation? And I get that it's unprecedented, like word of 2020 and 2021, um, that we're not sure exactly how it's going to go or what it might look like. And But in talking to a lot of my, my friends and colleagues and mentees and mentors, it's like people are fearful. People are afraid for a lot of reasons, and understandably so for a lot of good reasons. Some are afraid because they don't want to be confined in an area where there are germs and where people could potentially be bringing, you know, a carrier for COVID. And frankly, that's whether you're vaccinated or not, because if you actually read, you know, the news and the science, if you're vaccinated, you can still catch a variant. Um, so that part of it doesn't even matter. Um, also, the fact of, oh, I've got to get, think about how this impacts your day your day to day. Now, instead of just kind of rolling out of bed, at least this is my morning routine, you roll out of bed and I go feed my cats. I make some coffee and, you know, I change my, my shirt. But most of the time I'm leaving my jammy pants and my slippers on and I'm going to my computer. And you start your day almost immediately. Well, now you have to bake in more time into your routine to get up. And I don't know, do we have clothes anymore? A couple of weeks ago, I had to be on property. Um, I had to go into the office environment to to help with a training for about a week and it dawned on me that I didn't know how to dress for work anymore. And actually a couple other people that were with us said the same thing. I went into my closet and I looked at all of my, my long pants, my business casual, and there was like inches of dust on everything. So I'm like, oh, I got to do laundry. Oh, I hope those pants fit. I mean, Lord knows we got COVID-20 kicking on our stomachs, if not more than that, you know? So I mean, there's so much you have to consider and think about. So what do I wear? How do I get dressed in the morning? When we've all adopted this wonderfully casual type of environment at home, at least from the waist down, um, at minimum, right? But I would say even like from what my experience on Zoom, it's been really cool to kind of see people be themselves and wear t-shirts or hoodies or wear more relaxed, you know, clothing and fits and, and everything. So there's that. What the heck do I wear? Then there's a commute. So you have to drive to an office unless you happen to live in walking distance, which for most of us is not the case. Then you actually have to bake in time to commute. And I haven't done that in a long time. So, wow, I'm driving my car again. And it's funny, um, a couple weeks ago, I remember driving. 
uh, towards where my office was. And I'm like, man, did I drive this far every day, twice a day for five days a week? It's funny how when you get out of that practice, suddenly it seems so far, you know. So then you have a commute and then you're walking, you're part, you're finding parking and you're walking into a building and elevating your stairs up to your whatever, your, your cube environment, et cetera. Then you have to think about what am I going to eat? Oh, I've got to make a lunch. I can't just pop into my kitchen and grab something. I have to be thoughtful. I have to be intentional about what I'm going to do and plan to eat and drink for the day. And then, of course, you know, the end of the day, too, if you have kids, I do not. But if you do have kids, you got to figure that whole thing out again, right? Kid pickup, kid swap, kid duty, all the, all the fun stuff that comes with it. Okay, if I'm stressing you out, I'm sorry. But this is the reality of it. It's leaders have to really understand that you're recreating a new normal for your teams. And again, I'm not here to debate policy. It's, it's up to you as a business, if this is what you're doing, I frankly would hope as leaders, we could lean into a more flexible work environment for our people, especially since for most of us, this has worked really well for a long time. And frankly, it's given people, I think a lot of personal and professional support in being in in a remote type of environment. Um, I know for me, I I absolutely love working from home. Um, My kitties, I don't think will let me ever go back to an office (laughs) because they're like, this is their routine now too. And that's the other thing too, is if you have pets at home, if you're part of their routine now too, whether you have a dog or cat or whatever, it's like, this is now their life as well. And they have to adjust to something again. And so I, I just worry that we're not paying attention enough. We're getting so caught up in that, isn't this great, isn't this great, and trying to put the positive spin on returning to an office situation, office building environment, and we're not stopping to think about how individually this is going to affect every single person very differently, and probably not in a lot of positive ways. And it's going to take a lot of time for people to get used to it, because you're now creating a whole new normal routine for them again. And I just really, really think it's important for leaders to stop and recognize that. So let me dive into some sips before we get too much longer around this. Sip number one, everybody, leaders, not leaders of people, you are all leaders. Go slowly. Be patient as you adapt to the new normal because this is what it is. Don't think about going back two years to your old habits create a new normal out of it but go slow and be patient with yourself because it's going to take time to readapt to a new situation a new normal so give yourself a break it's not going to be perfect it's okay if you're not there at 9 a.m every single day again depending on your job i don't want to speak for everybody but if you're in a salaried environment you don't punch a clock you know if it's gonna you're gonna have to take some practice to figure out how long does it take me to do everything in the morning and what does that routine look like and is this also an opportunity to to change a routine and to create a new routine potentially right so think about that but just go slow just be patient it's gonna take time sip number two everyone is going to react differently and you got to be prepared for that So not everybody is going to be hugging in the hallway wanting, yay, we're back together. Oh my gosh, it's wonderful. Please, leaders, just get that visual out of your mind. Um, That is is too 
I mean, it would be really nice and wonderful, but that's not reality. So let's live in reality because with any change, and this is big change, make no mistake, this is a huge change. I don't care if people did this two years ago or not. They haven't done it in that long. They've gone on with their lives and had a whole nother normal of their routine, if you will. And this is now creating a whole new normal. And again, you're a different person than you were in 2019. You mentally, physically, emotionally are in a different place than you were in 2019 or in 2020 for that matter even. Every single year, more and more, everything changes us. So there is no more Carlin 2019. There is no more whoever you are 2019. So it's change and it's big change and we have to be patient and we have to recognize it's going to be very different for every individual person. Everyone is going to react differently to this, just like you do with any big change. So be prepared for that. Be aware of that. Check in with people a lot and go when, you know, sip number ones go slow. Well, go slow for you too and go slow for your team. And what I mean by that is, again, if it's not a perfect, you know, button down schedule week one, oh, well. If they're still kind of trying to figure things out, oh, well. If they left their mouse at home or their monitor or a charge cord, oh, well. Just give people a lot of grace as you ease back into a new normal. So sorry, I used the word back. I violated my own principle there. But as you ease into a new normal and a new normal routine, just recognize a lot of change management is going to be needed and a lot of grace. All right, last sip. Try to lean into flexibility. Like this, even if you, your company is saying that you need to be, you're required to be in an office setting for, I don't know, five days a week, four, three, two, one days a week, whatever that looks like, as a leader, I encourage you just to have some flexibility and to have courage too of recognizing if the wording in your policy is leaning into flexibility for personal and professional reasons, then as a leader, it doesn't matter what other teams do. It doesn't matter what other departments do. Take care of your people and lean into what their needs are. It's going to be so important for you to pay attention and to listen and learn. And if there is opportunity to make a different schedule work for them, then do it. My God, do it. We're having enough trouble, I think, these days retaining great talent because the great resignation, the turnover tsunami, it's real. It's happening. People are, are – it's an employee market out there, and they have the ability to go to a number of different organizations and places. So why wouldn't you want to be more flexible with your people and help them to figure out what is going to work best for them and in their life? You know, I think one of the things we've learned through this whole time is for people who aren't morning people, they work a little bit better when they shift their schedule to a little bit later in the day. And then people who are, you know, those ridiculous morning people who are like up at five and raring to go, they can shift a little earlier in their day and maybe bag out to their kids' soccer games a little bit earlier in the afternoon. Like just, again, it's an individualized type of thing. At least that's what flexibility means. Every person's situation is going to look completely different. And so how can you lean into that as a leader? How can you, regardless of what your imprint policy says, if it's a flex policy, then use that word to your advantage and talk to your people. What is going to work for you? What is going to work for the business? And how do we come to a compromise and work together on that? And then have the courage to go talk to your leadership and say, hey, this is what I'd like to do with my team. This is what works for them. This is what's going to be optimal. This is what is going to be most productive for them and for the company. 
Because truly, I feel like for me personally being home, I'm way more productive and you're getting way more hours out of me because I don't commute because I'm not physically somewhere else because I don't have to think about where my food comes from or preparing lunches or whatever each day. But for other people, and other people want to be in the office, and they want to be in an office environment, they want to escape their home, and that's okay too. There's no judgment. If that, But let's look at these things individually, and let's support our people accordingly. And again, leaders have the courage to stand up for that and to share that with leaders and to, to push the envelope a little bit in that way. It, again, if it makes sense for your business, I realize that not all jobs can do that there are some jobs that do have to physically be somewhere but I would say even question that a bit too I know zoom and technology and all the digital ways we work are amazing these days and the things that we can do what I love too about being on zoom is it puts everybody on the same playing field so you don't have half the people in a room in a building half the people on the phone then you can't hear each other and then it's like awkward and it's a weird dynamic when everybody's on Zoom, then everybody's on the same playing field. And, and I personally love that. And I think it's easier to have collaborative conversations. But there's also, you know, getting together. I love, people are probably thinking, well, Carlin, you must be an introvert because if you want to stay home all the time. No, I'm a full-on extrovert. I love being around people. I get my energy from people. And for me, but being around people when you're physically in a building, a lot of times you're you're kind of sitting in a cube or you're sitting in an office and you're not really interacting with other people. You are on phone calls, you are on Zoom, you are, you know, sitting there doing your work at your computer. So to me that that doesn't give me energy. What gives me energy is being intentional intentional about how I meet up with people. It's going and having coffee, going and having lunch, go have a drink after work or whatever. And I've that's what I've been trying to do throughout this whole work from home situation is be more intentional about when you meet up with your team and when you meet up with your colleagues. And I think it makes it that much better. But again, this is me. Um, it's not everybody's cup of tea. It's not everybody's ability in their their work or their situation to do that. All I'm saying, leaders, is lean into it. Lean into the flexibility of it all. And again, it doesn't have to mirror what you want. And I know that's hard because a lot of leaders just tend to, well, this is what I want and I think, and so I want my team to jump on the board. Try to be a leader that's in the 21st century and a more modern thinker and recognize that everybody has different needs and situationally lead that. And I think it's just going to be really critical as um, you know we change environments to make sure that you're really thinking about the individual and the person first. So if you are in one of these situations where your company, your job, your role is being asked to be in a physical location again. Talk to each of your people and talk to your leader and really try to lean into flexibility and recognizing that this is not a one-size-fits-all type of situation. And please do not say we're going back to anything. Work together to create a new forward together. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.